everyone, this is Julie Ducray, the host of the Julie Ducray Show. I got the sauce, blazing in entertainment, music, news, and hot topics. Adidas, the pot calling the kettle black. We received a email after our previous podcast titled Not So Fast, Adidas. The question is, quote, was Adidas founded by a former Nazi, unquote? Well, here's the truth. The shoe and sportswear company was founded in 1949 by Ad Dassler. Add A-D, Dassler, D-A-S-S-L-E-R, whose previous enterprise, are you guys ready for this? The owner of, a, the, 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 I mean, the owner, the founder of Adidas, you know, the shoe and sportswear giant who founded Adidas in 1949? And his name is Ad Dassler? Well, guess what? His previous job was an enterprise manufacturing military equipment for Nazi Germany. Yes, Nazi Germany. So Adidas doesn't want the world to know that, but they want the world to believe that Kanye West who has been repeatedly saying that he is Jewish, he's a Jew from the lost tribe of the Hebrews. He's apologized numerous times to the world, to the Jewish people. He admitted that he is not upset with the entire Jewish race. It's just a few Jewish executives that he feels lied to him and stole money from him. And manipulated him. And we said previously he should have called them out. Instead of just putting everybody in the same basket. That's not fair. That's not fair. And I will say this. Just because you are Jewish. Just because you are black. Just because you are white. Just because you are Italian. Just because you are Asian. Asian. Uh, Chinese, Japanese, whatever it is, does not mean you are perfect. Everybody make mistakes. So, the original founder of Adidas, his name is Ad, it looks like, oh, Adi, A-D-I, Dassler. Adi, Dassler. Okay? Adi, Dassler, His previous enterprise, meaning his previous company, had manufactured military equipment for Nazi Germany. Wow. That is crazy. That is crazy. So he went from manufacturing military equipment for Nazi Germany to to becoming a shoes and sportswear giant but they don't want to talk about that. And he wants to 
use, his company wants to use the controversy involving Kanye West as an excuse to just devoid the contract because they don't want to pay him any more multi-millions of dollars. And they think that people are not intelligent enough to dig deeper and get to the root of what of why they really want to part ways with Kanye West. Kanye West wanted an extra 5%. He's already getting 15. He wanted a total of 20% royalties for life for his intellectual property and his patent. So we're going to fact check, okay? Let's go ahead and fact check. You can go to www.snopes.com. www.snopes.com. We're going to look at the context, okay? Because I do not believe in putting false information out there. And if I ever put any, inadvertently put any false information out there, I will come back immediately and uh, correct it. So we're going to look at the context. The man who founded Adidas in 1949, Adi Dassler, had been a card-carrying member of the Nazi party. But the extent of his involvement with the party and its tenets is debated. So here's the fact checking. After rapper and fashion designer Yee, formerly known as Kanye West, caused an uproar by making anti-Semitic comments, a number of prominent companies rescinded their partnerships with him, including Adidas. The sportswear giant had been in a decade-long partnership with Yee developing his Yeezy branded sneakers and other products that became best-selling items. On October 25th, 2022, Adidas announced that they were terminating their partnership with Yee. So check this out. Here's what Adidas said. Quote unquote, Adidas does not tolerate anti-Semitism and any other sort of hate speech. Yee's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous, and they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect and fairness. After a thorough review, the company has taken the decision to terminate the partnership with Yee immediately in production of Yeezy branded products and stop all payments to Yee. Listen to this. And stop all payments to Yee and his companies. Adidas will stop the Adidas Yeezy business with immediate effect. This is expected to have a short-term negative impact of up to 250 million whatever euros on the company's net income in 2022, given the high season uh, seasonality of the fourth quarter. Well, if you go back to my previous um, podcast, not so fast, I don't care what Adidas is telling the world they cannot just not pay Kanye because they were fooling the world, both sides thinking they had it was just a collaboration when it was a standard contract agreement. Yeah, a standard agreement. Now, no one knows what's inside of the contract, what it pertains to, but one thing they do know is that it is a standard mutual signed agreement. And you can't just say, oh, I'm not going to pay ye because you're pissed off. You're not pissed off. You don't care. Adidas does not care about act, the actual uh, meaning behind 
Kanye West misstatement. They don't care. They're just using the controversy as an opportunity to get out of the deal because he had already announced on Bloomberg that he wanted to renegotiate the 15% to an extra 5% and he wanted the 20% to be for the rest of his life. And that means if he passed away, it would go to his four children now. But the company, but Adidas, uh-huh, according to Snopes.com, but the company, Adidas, has its own dark ties to anti-Semitism in the form of his founder, Adolf Adi Dassler. Or should I say Adolf A.D. Dassler, who had been a member of the Nazi party. Dassler, according to the Adidas website, registered a company in 1924 as Gebruder Dassler with the aim of creating the best sports equipment. After this, the website skips over a chunk of history and goes to 1949. You know why that website skipped over a chunk of history? Because they do not want the modern world to know that Adolf Adi Dazzler was a member of the Nazi party who hated uh, Jews and caused the Holocaust. That's what it's about. The pot calling the god darn kettle black. Now, let's continue on. On August 18, 1949, A.D. Dassler started over again at the age of 49 years old. He registered the A.D. Dassler Adidas. If you notice, he completely removed the name Adolf. So he registered the name A.D. Dassler Adidas Sports Chunk Fabric and set to work with 47 employees in the small town of Herzogenrock. I can't even pronounce it. Herzogenrock. In the same year, he registered a shoe that included the registration of the soon to become famous Adidas Three Stripes. Now, I want to ask you a question. Let's get back. Adidas says they believe in diversity, right? They believe in the company's values of diversity. Adidas, if you are listening, I would like to know how many African Americans are employed in your companies? How many African Americans are employed in your companies? Second question, how many gay, lesbian, binary, non-binary LGBTIA people are employed in your companies? How many Asians do you have employed? How many Latinos do you have employed? How many American Native Indians do you have employed? How many Mexicans do you have employed? And I could go on and on and on and on and on. I like to know. So what was Dassler up to before and during World War II? His company was actually started in 1924 with his brother Rudolph. And I'm not talking about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
I'm talking about Rudolf Dassler. Although a German sprinter wearing Dassler Brothers Shoe Factory shoes won the bronze medal at the Olympics in 1932, it was black American sprinter Jesse Owens who won multiple gold medals wearing Dassler Brothers shoes in 1936, putting the company on the map. Did you hear that? A black man by the name of Jesse Owens who won multiple gold medals during the Olympics of 1932, wore Dassler Brothers shoes in 1936, and he put Adidas on the map. The Dasslers both joined the Nazi party in 1932, so a year after they started their company. Let me get back. No, no. Let me see. No, no. So they started the company in 1924. So 24, 25, 26, 17, 8, 9, 31, 2, 3, 4, 5. So 12 years later, they decide they decided to join the Nazi party in 1933. According to the German magazine Der Spiegel, Der, D-E-R Spiegel, according to the Oxford Dictionary of Sports Studies, their initial company had prospered in the Nazi years. In the not and in the not 1930s. So, according to Oxford Dictionary of Sports Studies, their initial company had prospered financially by the murder murdering of the Jewish people. Wow. They prospered in the Nazi years in the 1930s. Wow. Wow. They supported the Holocaust. Wow. They practice anti-Semitism, but they have the audacity, the audacity to hate on Kanye West and not give this man an opportunity to at least apologize and educate himself by perhaps visiting the Holocaust Museum. Shame on you, Adidas. Shame on you. Wow, this is so incredible. This is like in freaking credible. So as sport became a popular pursuit associated with the goals of Hitler regime, ID even joined the Hitler Youth in 1935 as a sports coach and supplier. So Adolf ID Dassler loved Adolf Hitler. He even joined the Hitler Youth in 1935 as a sports coach and supplier. Like many small and medium-sized companies in war-era Germany, they participated in the Nazi war effort. Four years into World War II, the shoemakers in Herzogenrauch, the Dassler's hometown, were suffering in order to cease all civilian operations in December 1943. The German army was in retreat and resources were scarce. The Dassler factory shoe making machines were converted into spot welding machines for weapons manufacturing. At this point, everyone in Herzogenrauch was working for the military. The the German, German military. 
The brothers reportedly disagreed on politics, however. According to the book, quote, Sneakers Wars, the enemy brothers who founded Adidas and Puma, and the family feud that forever changed the business of sport, unquote, by Barbara Smith, S-M-I-T. Rudolph Dassler was more sympathetic to the Nazi cause while Adolf I.D. Dassler preferred to focus on the business. That means that Ru, that means that Adolf I.D. Dassler didn't give a damn. He just wanted to make the money. The strange hold that the Nazis established on all aspects of German life forced both brothers to become more deeply involved with the movement. They signed off letters with the obligatory Hail Hitler. They held the same SWAT sticker stamped membership card to the National Socialist Driver Corps, the NSKK. The two brothers, however, didn't embrace the cause with equal warmth while Rudolph vocally expressed his approval of the government's policies, Adolf I.D. usually stuck to his ordinary hard-working decency. All Adolf I.D. Dassler cared about was making money. The Dasslers aided in manufacturing the Panzer Schreck, also known as the stovepipe, that was a weapon fashion after the American bazooka. The stovepipe was a shoulder-fired steel tube that could penetrate eight-inch thick steel armor. In the plant, shoe seamstresses became welders and French people were forced laborers. They forced the French people who were working in the factory to become forced laborers, meaning not getting paid, forced to work. The Panzer Shrek represented a quantum leap for the infantry in terms of anti-tank defense. Christian Hartmann, a military historian at the Munich-based Institute of Contemporary History, IFZ, told Der Spiegel, quote, it was the first weapon that German infantrymen fighting on their own could use to destroy tanks from a distance, unquote. And yet, it arrived too late to turn the war in favor of Germany as Allied forces took over their town and debated destroying their factory. It was Adolf D. Dassler's wife. Her name was Kathy, K-A-T-H-E, who convinced the soldiers that they were only interested in making sports shoes. And occupying forces became a blessing for the shoe company after the U.S. set up a military base in the town and learned that Dasslers had manufactured Jesse Owens' shoes, they began buying all their products. Large orders from Americans for basketball, baseball, and hockey products gave the Dasslers their first major boost worldwide. Accounts of Adolf Addy's relationship with the Nazi party after the war varied. According to Sneaker Wars, Adolf 
Adi Dassler argued that his participation was a sign of, quote, political ignorance, unquote. Well, Adolf, if you are still alive, that's not an excuse, political ignorance. When millions of people were starved to death, shot in the head, held in concentration camps, and then their bodies, including babies, and other people from different companies were thrown in a hole, in a big hole. Some were buried alive and they burned their bodies. Shame on you, political ignorance. You're only saying that, in my opinion, because the millions and billions of dollars that you made from Americans and the Europeans post the Holocaust. I gotta calm down. The pot calling the kettle black. However, during the denazi to uh, nazification, the denazification. Let me get this damn word right. Denazification, denazification, denazification. I got it. However, during the denazification, efforts of the post-war era, he was accused of profiting from the war by a committee. Of course he profited. That's why he looked the other way. In response, Adolf Addy Dassler cited his hiring of a prominent anti-fascist in the, in the factory. Alongside refugees and prisoners whom he claimed to have treated generously. We don't believe you, Adolf Addy Dassler. You were a Nazi supporter. We don't believe you. He's claiming that he had focused on sports, conscientiously staying away from political rallies and was a prominent member of numerous sports organizations affiliated with conflicting political movements. The book goes on to describe his relationship with Jewish Jewish community members. So let's continue. When it came to his relationship with Jews, the shoemaker's records confirmed that he continued to deal with Jewish leather traders. Of course he continued to deal with Jewish leather traders because he needed leather to make the daggone shoes. Let's carry on. Huh. That he continued to deal with Jewish leather traders long after this had become politically incorrect. But the most convincing piece of evidence in this respect was a letter from Hans Wormser, mayor of the adjoining village of Weisendorf, who described himself as a half-Jew. Wormser vividly recalled how Adolf Adi Dassler had warned him of his impending arrest by the Gestapo and sheltered the mayor in his property. Quote, a true supporter of Adolf Hitler would certainly not have done this, putting his existence and the well-being of his family on the line, unquote, Worms wrote. But in my opinion, here's the thing. Okay, so he helped, he helped us shelter. He helped hide one half Jew. But what about all the 
millions of Jews who died? What about the other Jews? What about the French people that he held as prisoners? Prisoners, prisoners of labor who work for free. And you cannot tell me he did not witness uh, Jewish people and uh, French people. There were even Africans. There were even Iranian people there. There were so many people there at that time who were murdered by at the hands of Adolf Hitler's uh, army. So Rudolf Dassler eventually split from Adolf Dassler after the war, going on to found Puma, some people say Puma, as a rival operation across the river, which became a global company in its own right. Their split was acrimonious, influenced in part by Rudolf being arrested by American soldiers and accused of being a high-ranking Nazi party member who performed counter-espionage and censorship. He was uh, told that his arrest was triggered by a denunciation which he suspected came from his brother. Wow. So you mean to tell me that his brother, Adolf Adi Dassler, became so angry because Rudolf decided to split and go and do his own thing and form Puma, Puma. So that was uh, Adidas's competition, right? So somehow the Americans received word that this man did not denounce Adolf Hitler and they came to arrest him. Uh, and Rudolf says, which he suspected came from his brother. Later in front of the Nazi committees, Rudolf would accuse his brother of being entirely responsible for the production of the stovepipe. So they were telling on each other. So Rudolf said, hey, well, look, my brother, he's entirely responsible for the production of the stovepipes. <laughs> it's so comical. And his wife, Kathy, uh, which is uh, Adolf Addy's wife, Kathy, will go on to defend her husband saying he did everything he could to exonerate his brother. Yeah, right. And that Rudolph was, was responsible for holding political speeches outside their factory. Man, these brothers were a piece of work, to say the least. Adolf Adi Dassler was first classified by the committees as someone who profited greatly off the Nazi regime. And after numerous appeals to change his classification, his wife's defense in a misfighting with his own brother, he was classified as a Miltlofer. And I'm going to spell that word, a Miltlofer. M-I-T-L-A-U-F-E-R, a milk lawfer, one of millions of Germans who became party members without actively contributing to the Nazi regime. So in other words, they say that he was a milk lawfer, although he became a member of that party, they're saying that he did not actively contribute to the Nazi regime. Well, hell, if you are putting these French people to work and forcing slave labor on them and you're building these stovepipes, how is that now not contributing to the regime of the Nazi? That's weird. After all the mudslinging, the brothers resolved to split. Adidas officially came into being in 1949 and the company website picks up its own telling of the story from there, ignoring the war years in between so 
like I say, Adidas, you are the pot calling the kettle black. Here are the sources. Bobby Allen, A-L-L-Y-N. Uh, his book is titled Adidas Cuts Ties with Ye Over Anti-Semitic Remarks That Cause an Uproar. NPR, October 25th, 2022. Uh, you can go to NPR, www.npr.org forward slash 2022 forward slash 10 forward slash 25 forward slash 1131 285970/adidas-ye-kanye-west And then you can also go to the history on Adidas's website that they don't give you uh that war history information go to www.adidasgroup.com/en/about/history and then there's also an article written by, or I'm sorry, a book written by Robert Kuhn, K-U-H-N, and Thomas Thiel, T-H-I-E-L, called Shoes and Nazi Bazookas, The Prehistory of Adidas and Puma, Der Spiegel. Uh, it was published on March 4, 2009. You can go to www.spiegel, S-P-I-E-G-E-L dot D-E. So there you have it. And another source is uh, Alan Tomlinson, A Dictionary of Sports Studies, Oxford University Press 2010. Uh, It's found on Google Books, and uh, you can get that. And let's see what else. You can also check out Barbara Smith, S-M-I-T. Her article or book is called Sneakers Wars, The Enemy Brothers Who Founded Adidas and Puma, and The Family Feud That Forever Changed the Business of Sports United. So therefore, uh, Adidas, uh, Adolf, Adi, Dassler, you hypocrite. The only reason why you have denounced your professional business relationship with ye is because of the controversy that you want to use to hide behind the real reason you don't want to pay Kanye West another 5%, which would be a 20% royalty for the rest of Kanye West and his children's lives, his heirs' lives. So there you have it, folks. Did you know that you can leave me a comment? If you are listening on Spotify, scroll all the way to the bottom where it says send voicemail. Click on that, send me a voicemail. And if it's a great voicemail, I'll be inclined to send you a reply back. Also, we're asking all of our supporters to please donate to our podcast. It helps us to, you know, upgrade our microphones, laptops, uh, 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 a lot of different things that we need, desk chairs, um, uh, what do you call it? A uh, 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 green screen. We're hoping to be able to broadcast live so you can see my face. Um, below, at the very bottom, it says support this podcast. Click on that link. You can start off sending $99 a month. I mean, 99 cents a month. 99 cents a month or $4.99 a month. Or if you can afford to, $9.99 per month. We appreciate you 
from the bottom of our hearts and make sure you share this podcast. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Julie Ducre. I got the sauce. I got the sauce. I got the sauce. When I got the sauce, you got the sauce too. There you have it. Have a great and wonderful weekend and I'm out.